Okay, welcome back guys to another episode of Sovereign One. And this is our second episode of the Sovereign Hub. I'm really excited about today's episode because we have a special guest. <laughs> a man close to my family and um, an amazing personality. Uh, he's a wonderful singer and we're just going to introduce himself and I'll let him do the talking today because he's very good at that. Wow. So <laughs> this is my brother Anton and um, I really appreciate you for taking the time out today and coming down you know to chat and just yeah. to give the people some blessing just to give the people some inspiration and knowledge from your experience mm. you know what you've learned what you've discovered what you want people to know about you because at the end of the day sovereign hub is about the people learning and getting to hear other people's perspectives i want i want to bring everyone on this show and you were one of the first people that came to mind Definitely, I know you have some knowledge and wisdom for the people today. So, so yeah, just introduce yourself and tell them, tell the people who you are. Well, um, thank you so much. After such an amazing introduction, I don't know how I'm going to follow suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just completely, clearly gassed my head. Um, yeah. But I'm Anton, Anton Richards, and um, for those who don't know me, which is most of you. Um, I am a singer um, by heart, I wouldn't say by a trade. Um, and on a trade perspective, I am a, um, I work for a travel company. Um, but effectively, yes, I'm also a worship leader and a youth mm. leader within my church. Mm. Um, yeah, and I'm just an excited person that's excited about young people, excited about music and excited about singing. That's yeah. me in a nutshell, I think. Yeah. That's the reason why I have you on today because I want you to bring that personality to the people so that they can be encouraged and even speaking of singing or you said a lot of things you're youth leader singer uh, travel agent um you're you're <laughs> very agent. this man is a very well accomplished <laughs> wow. a very well accomplished individual yeah and inspires many oh. and I want you to talk about your success God bless you. I think that people will benefit from hearing your your story and your relationship with God and basically how you came to become the person you are today. Mm. So even if you want to like, what was your, what was your experience getting to know God and discovering, you know, this relationship, this journey, this walk and what you wanted to do within the ministry and doing mm. God's work. Like what was you, what's your story? Tell, tell the people. My story. What's your if story? If I was to tell you my story, we would not yeah. finish this. We can, we honestly, we can start from where you want to start and, and we'll but, go, um, man. It all happened, I believe it was about 15 years ago or maybe a bit longer than that. Um, so I think it was the 14th of April, 2005. So maybe I've done my maths right. It's 15 mm. years. Mm. Um, all right, good. I'm good at mathematics. Um, and I gave my life to Christ, but I think probably before it was at random to be fair, it was after a church service. There was no, you know, acrobats in the church service on that Sunday. Um, <laughs> spew the laughs. Um, there was no acrobats in the service and there was no excitement. It was just a very solemn service. And I just felt like God was just calling me for greater and he wanted my life. Um, so inevitably, I accepted the call after church on a Sunday, on that same Sunday. And I literally said to my mom, I want to serve God. And she looked at me, be it she was a Jamaican Caribbean parent, mm. 
And she said, what do you know about Jesus? <laughs> and I replied, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could imagine coming from someone that's grown up in the church. But um, we, we continued to trail, travel down to the house because we were walking down um, the street. And um, she was just basically asking me why I wanted to get baptized. What was it? Did something happen or did something occur? And it was very interesting because I couldn't even explain to her what had happened at that moment mm. so I literally said to her I just feel like God is calling me and I said I can't explain it and imagine 13 year old me telling her that I can't explain it mm. um, and she said to me okay and it was interesting for her to change her tone of voice because she wasn't you know a Christian or born again Christian at the time and she hadn't quite given her life to Christ mm. Um, so she she just basically looked at me and said, yeah, okay, go, go ahead, speak to pastor yeah. on Sunday and see where it goes from there. And literally I did exactly that. that se- I think it was the same day or the day after, I then called my pastor and, and advised her that I'm interested in getting baptized. And by this time, everyone had undergone the baptism classes. I had just turned up to the baptism class like some eunuch um, <laughs> that was ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to get baptized now. I will do it now. Mm. And my pastor was very accepting. She just said to me, okay, fine. And um, I did get baptized um, a couple months later. And since then, I'm not going to say that my journey has been easy. You know, many people say, as you know, Tim, we've spoken yeah. about this on many occasions, yeah. that when you get baptized, the journey is going to be so easy. It's, it, it, it's going to get even better. It's like you just got a prize or you got a gift and mm. the gift that just keeps giving. And it wasn't like that. Not at all. My life was different. I, I feel like from there, I recognized right from wrong and I was starting to correct my wrongs mm. or perfect myself in light of the God that I was trying to serve at the time. So can I ask you if, yeah. if because your story is, I know that obviously you have a very powerful background as well, even yeah. before that, because mm. you, you know, you're from a Jamaican Caribbean oh, yes. background. And you've obviously been through a lot. And I want to ask you, if you was to tell someone who doesn't really understand what that feeling is of, you know, coming to believe in God, because it's a very, it seems like a very strange thing to someone outside, someone who doesn't have that experience or knowledge or of anything of, you know, the Bible or anything like that. How would you explain the change that happened when you made that decision and when you started changing the life through your actions and also I like it, the way you plugged actions right there uh, there you go <laughs> it's out it came out obviously Aaliyah Ali, shout out Aaliyah so stream that on Spotify if you're listening so real good, real good, real good. yeah man but, but yeah still so how would you say that experience was for yourself I think it was difficult it was it was a it was an interesting experience, but all but difficult. And how, how would you explain that to the people for them to get? If you if you was to summarize it, oh. when you met God and okay. what that means when okay. you by what you mean by when you met God, and also that journey following. All right. Well, starting with the meeting Christ, like I I think I said that before in my previous um, statement was that when I met Him, um, it wasn't a sense of me going out my way to meet to meet with God or anything like that. It was just a fullness and completeness that I felt in myself 
after that service had occurred and I felt a calling and I'll try and put it into words as best as I can Mm. but all I can the only way that I can explain it is I felt complete Mm. I felt whole Mm. Um, and then after I left that service I felt like I needed to know more and I needed to do more where God was concerned Mm. and because of that yearning and zealousness that I had or that zealous nature towards God I knew I was being called or yanked by somewhere Mm. um, in some way towards where God was taking me with regards to uh, the journey of um, salvation (laughs) true and complete salvation um, it was difficult it was difficult and why I say it was difficult because I came from a, a family that wasn't saved mm. um they the word wasn't the word was built in some of the foundations of my family members and they some majority some, most of them i would say on my dad's side were christian um my mum's side a few of them were christian but we believed in god as fundamentals but living the lifestyle of christ was a different capacity so i was in the dance hall enjoying my dance hall even at the age of 13 some of you might say it was young <laughs> but i loved dance hall music it was my thing Vibes Cartel was my guy. This was Caribbean. <laughs> so um, it was different coming from where I was coming from, being someone that had plugged a lot of bashment music into my life to come to a point where that was no longer something I wanted to hear or listen to. Mm. And that's why there was a specific time in my life where I had to drop away or rather turn away from that type of music and focus on um, music pertaining to God. Mm. And I had to go through the shift um, at a specific point in time. And that was a little bit later on after during the whole process. That journey was difficult because it wasn't something that was used to. And because it wasn't normal nature to me, it was like breaking away a, a tie. When you've tied yourself to something and you're trying to untie um, the knot, but you're knotted in. And it was difficult because there was some I was trying to untie and sometimes I just couldn't untie. Or there was some I was trying to break away, but I just couldn't because it, I, I was so used to it. And did you feel like when you say you couldn't untie, is it also that you didn't want to in a sense? Yes, you're fighting against yourself. So it's like being conflicted. I felt a sense of confliction. And I always represent it to the Homer Simpson theory. Whereas you've got the devil and the angel on on one side, on the shoulders. But you have the devil saying, do this. And you have God saying, don't do this because it's bad. Or it's not going to help you in your journey that you're heading to. And I, I, I sat conflicted between those two voices, not understanding what I should do at the time. And I just, and it was something that came over me and said, and I gave into obviously the things of God. And I said to myself, I've got to let go. And after I understood that I've got to let go, slowly but surely, I was able to wean myself off of off of the music that I used to listen to, or the, even the ways that I used to, or the people that I used to hang around with at the time. Yeah, it's very different. It's, it's, but it's a sense of choice. You've got to choose. And I think what I understood is I had made a choice to serve God. And because of the fact that I had made a vow and a declaration before man and before God that I was going to serve him, because of that choice, I knew I had to break away from the things of the world. I'm really glad you made that point about that choice. Mm. And especially from that moment, because one thing that I want to ask for the people who maybe haven't experienced it themselves, baptism I'm making reference to, is when you you do that, what's the responsibility that should be on your 
mind mm. because there's an expectation that I think to a lot of people is missed. Yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of people who don't really understand what the responsibility is from that point on. The level of commitment. The level of commitment and the level of discipline that you're meant to have and what you're meant to do after that. I look at it, I look at it like this. Um, nobody's perfect and nobody's perfect at the time of coming to Christ and we all are striving for a level of perfection. Um, but however, when I when I think of it of the of, of, of the um, covenant that I made with God, and I call it a covenant because it's, it's stronger than a commitment. Um, but I, the covenant that I made with God and before man, um, when I was submersed in water and then you know came back up, etc. and so forth. Um, that was it was just reminding yourself of the commitment and dedication that you had with him. And how I how I explain it is because if you think of a marriage. When people get married, they make a covenant before God. I know that marriage is a bit lukewarm at this moment mm, um, mm. because there are many people that are getting divorced. But yeah. effectively, when you make a covenant before someone or a covenant to someone, the, the onus is for you to keep that covenant. If you don't keep your covenant, then you haven't kept your word. And, and if you don't have your word, I think someone, rem I reminded of what someone said to me a long time ago, if you don't have your word, you have nothing, then who are you? Yeah. If, you, if, you can't, if you can't mean for something that you've said, then what else would you have? And I think for me, because I made a covenant with God and I said before God and before man that I would serve him until the day I die, whether I fall short or fall by the wayside, fall into the sea of temptation or whatever it might be, I still made a choice to serve God. So I can still dust myself off and say, I'm still gonna serve the Lord. Whether there's circumstances, situations, trials, tribulations, whatever happens, I'm still gonna serve him and serve him well. I think I answered your question. Yeah, yeah, sure. definitely did. And well, that's the point that you're making, it's a choice. It's yeah. making that executive decision to say, this is what I'm doing from now on. Right. And many people do that in different ways, mm. which is what I also wanna get into because right. A lot of people are going to come on here and talk about their experience mm. and how they serve God and how they believe right. they serve God. And we obviously will relate that to scripture. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, basically just want to hear about how you serve God, what you believe is your calling. Wow. How I serve God. Um, serving God is a lifestyle. Um, it's not a one foot in, one foot out. It's a lifestyle. And I think I've grown to understand that over time and I'm growing in Christ daily. And I think we all grow with wisdom. As wisdom increases, we all grow in, God, in knowledge of God and how we should behave as Christians and children of God. Um, but um, it's, with that being said, it takes time. Um, so yes, it's a lifestyle. Of course, I would say things like, you know, I pray and seek the Lord. I fast about different things, um, whether it be my life, I'm single, I want to be married one day, etc. Or I read the word of God. And effectively, the more you read the word of God, you more you understand more about God. And I think that's where you really garner some greater understanding and depth and you deepen your relationship with God through the word of God, through understanding who he is. Um, and then, of course, in line with prayer so that you can gain the direction as to what the Lord is saying in any given moment. So it's imperative for us to live a lifestyle pertaining to Christ and a lifestyle meaning adorning yourself with God throughout your entire life, mm. not just it being 
oh this is just a quick fix for me this is just a this is a timely moment for me to step into god and perhaps i'll step back out tomorrow mm. this is a it's a current thing that goes on forever consistently it's, yeah. cons it's a cons again because of the covenant that you made with god it's a consistent thing mm. that you do on an ongoing basis yeah Definitely. Yeah. I think um, that answered your question. Now you asked me what was my calling. I yeah. believe was your next question. It's, it's just how you feel you can answer that. God is calling me. You're higher. doing a lot of things. I'm doing a lot. You're busy. Man. <laughs> You're doing a lot. And I'm let's just start with let's just start with music because yes. one thing that kept, where we have to start with is your voice. Ah. And I would have loved to have shown you guys my brother Anton's voice today, but he's definitely going to be coming back me to too, give us. But I'm a, retired already. A song. He's not retired. He's He's lying. Yeah, we're gonna get a song. We're gonna get a song from him, and it's truly gonna be incredible. I believe he's even working on some material, which I've heard, which is very, very amazing. So yeah, let's talk about your singing. Let's talk about your music. I mean, you're definitely using that. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Um, the thing is, I believe that God has gifted God has gifted me with a voice. I believe that he has gifted me with a voice to be used in whatever way that I can use it. So if I can use it to bless someone through singing, then I will be a blessing if I can be. Um, and I will use it in any way that I'm directed by God to use it. Um, I have had I've had interesting, interesting moments where I've tried to go out of the will of God um, and trial myself on many different dynamics and rebel. Mm -hmm against what God wanted for my voice and mm. you know whether I went on X Factor or whatever it might have been and I didn't get through but um you know it was God's plan yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure. Sure, I'm sure he had more of a plan in the middle of all of that because he wanted he what he had more requirements for me where he's concerned and he wanted me to do things where he's concerned as well but the the things that I want to do with my singing or with my writing of songs is to impact people through a through the words of the song because I think we spoke about this earlier and I think you also touched on this with um, Aaliyah in your last your last your last yeah. session where you said it's all about the content and I think it's, it's, it's great when you talk about the content that is that is spoken um, and I want to make sure that the content I, I want to I was speaking to someone the other day and I said to them I want to create content that is as rich and has the depth of the hymns in the hymnal book yeah that's serious because I love the hymns and I'm sure you probably could agree that you love the hymns, but maybe you don't, but I love the hymns and they are timeless pieces of, of creations um, that will never grow old in my opinion. Um, and I, f I just feel that I want to create something so valuable that is timeless like hymns in a hymn book. I would say it sounds like you want to you want to create something that's going to be taken into the kingdom. Absolutely. And that's that's old. Would you say that's one of your goal, like one that's of one your of musical goal. goals? That is my goal for me. I feel like we don't, as musicians, here yes. talking together. Yeah. A lot of people don't really think about that element of taking that talent that and those gifts and those songs further. Right. Right. You know what I mean, into the kingdom for God. Mm. Ultimately, what you give to God is the best gift yep. from what you've been given, which is the gift that he gave to exactly. you, your, your voice or your your skills as a musician. That's really, it's really incredible. I think it's, it's, it's like you said, it's about giving back of the gift that he's mm, given to, to you, you. Um, and, and trying your best to, to perfect the gift that he's given, to give it back to him in, in a perfect way. Um, but in the same manner, also impacting others' lives as well. 
Mm. Um, as well as it's great to be giving the gift back to the Lord, you're giving the gift back to God through giving it to someone else. Yeah. And Pete, you don't know who could listen to one of those songs or be impacted by that and that challenge their hearts yeah. and challenge their minds or even their thoughts. And be drawn to God, isn't it? Yeah. And like, that's the whole that's the whole that's the whole that's the whole, point. That's the whole yeah. point of actually you know singing gospel music if you can't if you're not if they're not driven to christ then then what are you what are you doing, doing? It for <laughs> like you well, like we said earlier we made reference to that verse that says um let your light so shine before men so that yes. they can see your good works yes and glorify your father in heaven that's right and that i feel like that's a calling that applies to all musicians personally yep. that's your gift you're not going to stay in your house and play you know the piano or sing to yourself for the rest of your life right. and even if you do do that we think about the story of the the, the uh, master and the talents talent. <laughs> you see what i'm saying so yeah it's not what it's not an option <laughs> it's not an option it's not really an yeah, option yeah. for us to do and it's definitely something that we're not encouraging you shouldn't encourage to do either yeah. something you know make the most of your talent because you've been given it to share with other people yeah it's not for you it's for others yeah my favorite quote that i've heard was we are we are always blessed to right. bless others. Yes. You know what I mean? I agree. That's, that, I that's how it flows. I agree with that quote. Yeah. <laughs> I like that quote. We're blessed, we're to, blessed bless to bless others. And, others. and that I'm makes, you know, so wait, every time you ask for a blessing or you expect a blessing or however you want to put it, yeah. just remember it's actually not about you. It's about, it's about what you're going to do for the people that you're giving that blessing to, isn't right. it? So, now, speaking of giving to people. Yes. And hospitality. Ah, yes. (laughs) Doctor. Or soon to be. So talk about your talk about what your work, what you do, because I feel that really ties into your ministry and it ties into your personality. Yes. Definitely does. So talk about that for me. Um okay, interesting. I I work in hospitality, um, and of course my vision or what I want to do is to become a hotel owner. Mm. I want to own my own hotels. Anybody got any money out there, send for me. Yeah, man. Um, because I'm looking for investors. Um But before you do those things, I also feel that you have to go through the journey with Christ um, in in ensuring that you are ready for where he's taking you. Um, That's why at the minute I'm actually studying um, a degree in hospitality, which is blowing my mind. Big, big, very big. <laughs> it's big stuff. It's big stuff. But um, but it's exciting um, because it's challenging my thought processes, my ideas, um, and my understanding uh, on life. And I and I feel that once I've fully grasped, um, once I fully grasped or got the what I needed, I need out of this. I, I think I said to you that perhaps I'm thinking about even pursuing a PhD um, degree thereafter um, because I think mm. it's important to go this little step further um, just to make sure and to solidify your place and leave something behind for yeah. the generations to come. And I was, I've been reflecting, even though I haven't even done the bachelor's yeah. degree yet, I haven't even started it yet, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm anticipating the greatness that is to come from it. And I've already started thinking about what's next after this. Mm. And I was, I was reflecting on the fact that I want to, the, what I, I want to leave a legacy that's great behind when I finished on this earth. Mm. And the legacy that I want to leave behind is something that I will be remembered by, but also people will understand and see something different about the life 
of Anton. Mm. And I, I really, I really admire that because that reminds mm. me of the verse, Proverbs thirteen twenty two: A good man leaves an inheritance my to God. his children's children. I hope I leave something for my children. And yes. no, but the, well, that's what you're. We need to. When you aim and you you think according to the Bible, mm. this is. I feel like this is a, a really good reason to encourage other people to continue to read the Bible. There's so much in there that tells you to aspire yeah. to live a good life and leave a legacy yeah. and leave a legacy for people to follow and to be right. impacted by. And that's what you're saying your personality and what you do in that industry no no i agree i agree and my career probably ties in with what god is calling me to do Definitely. because he's called us to serve and and hospitality is a is a place of servitude it's Completely. a place of service um so i i i know i've always felt that there's a calling for me to just serve god yeah. and to just serve him wholeheartedly just with whatever he requires me to do to just do it and if any of you know brother anton that you're listening <laughs> he is the talk he is the most social person you'll ever meet oh yeah yeah anyway <laughs> it doesn't really doesn't matter where he is i think you can beat me at social i, I think i'm, I think I'm all right but I'm no not. definitely you definitely it's the way that your life is not hidden mm. i think this is one thing that is very important you you don't we shouldn't hide our lives mm. there shouldn't be anything about our lives that yeah. is hidden or you know put under a carpet right. your life is your rep, your life is represented by your work yep. and what you do so your ministry which is your singing also your your hospitality which yep. is a part of your career but yep. that plays a part in your personality and people right. can see that right and people naturally can see yeah i can understand why you work in hospitality <laughs> why you do this job because that's totally your character yeah when you, uh, the funny thing is, because I didn't always want to work in hospitality, mm. and um, it, hospitality came a little bit later on. That even that journey is a story within itself. Yeah. Um, my journey was going to be a forensic scientist, um, mm. and I bet you still got more in loaded, man. I was totally ready to be CSI, mm. but I think that was too much CSI and mm. too much criminal minds. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to study the mind and manipulate the mind and all mm. kinds of different things. But thanks be to God, he changed me. Yeah, man. He got, changed me for the good. He's got plans for you um, to prosper you, man. Literally, to give me an expected end. And that's what you have. Like what you just said, you were talking about pursuing a degree yeah. and what you're going to do with that degree mm. to provide the ultimate service of hospitality. Absolutely. And that is your expected path that's what yeah. you set yourself and you've been working your life yeah. to do and i won't say you have no idea well you obviously don't know what's going to come on the journey however you definitely know your responsibility on that journey because it's clear it's clear <laughs> of what you you're good at you've been what your gift is it's yeah. clear what your gift is and what you're meant to do on this on this journey and how to handle it i feel <laughs> like you handle it well <laughs> i'd say i hope i handle it well yeah. but um uh, this journey isn't easy it's, it's not going to be easy it's mm. not going to come without its its fair share of hiccups, hurdles along the road. And that's just to say to anyone that's probably listening, you know, any journey that that we go through, it's never going to be it's never going to be a dish served full. Mm. Sometimes you could get, you know, less chicken or less peas on the dish. Mm -hmm. um, you won't get the full meal sometimes. So let me ask you, mm. sorry to cut you off, yeah, what, what makes it difficult for you? I want you to tell people what makes it difficult for you in your journey that someone could be inspired by and how you handle it. Procrastination makes it difficult. Oh yeah. <laughs> Spirit of procrastination. <laughs> 
procrastination makes it difficult and being resilient I, I love that word resilient um procrastination because i think at times we can say that we want to do things and not deliver and mm. just sit and think about it and it be a thought in our mind mm. and i think if you've got the vision habakkuk 2 verse 2 write the vision make it plain mm. and the important thing for us to do is when we understand where what god is saying to us and what god is saying to us to do we should write the vision Mm. make it plain and run towards it mm. run with the vision mm. um, don't sit down and wait run with it when you've got the vision when you under, when you fully understand what god is telling you to do go and do it and the other thing resilience it's not going to be easy like i said hurdles will come in your way and when hurdles come in your way get the hell back up mm. and yeah. <laughs> keep prodding on mm. because you're not it's not over yet mm. the the battle is not over until god said it's over and if God hasn't counted you out, then you, you're, the only, you're the only person that's counted yourself out. Mm. And if God hasn't said, no, you shouldn't do it, dust yourself back up, mm. get back up yeah, and continue on the straight path. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think a lot of people confuse falling with failing. Mm. It's definitely not the falling same thing. Falling and failing. Two Ooh. completely different things. Yes. And um, I, I know that, like you said, challenges happen such as conflict of interest in the church community or yep. people who also believe in God but have different perspectives yep. uh, you get challenges with family, you're going to get challenges with friends and people who completely disagree with you Always. people are going to try and put you to shame Always. people who are going to try and put your opinion to the ground because they believe that you shouldn't have that opinion. Listen, listen, just on that, not even to cut you. Yeah. When I first got saved, one of the greatest things, people looked at me and said, you will not stay saved. And for people to look at you and, and say that, <laughs> and say that, I laugh at them now. Because mm. yeah. <laughs> God is good. Yeah. Um, but people looked at me those many years ago and said that I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay and remain in Christ. Um, and they looked at me because they looked at my outward appearance. But thanks be to God, he mm. looks at the most inner, intricate parts of mm. my heart. Um, so he wasn't looking at what looks from the outside. He was looking at what the matters of the heart. And that's one thing I would say about God is that we get so composed into looking at our outward persona or outward mm. perspective. But what is your heart saying? Mm. Is your heart for the will of God? Is your heart for the purpose of God? And if it is for the purpose, walk in accordance with that purpose mm. you may not look like the other christians that you yeah. see out there you may not behave like the other christians that you see out there but don't worry about how they behave the bible says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and it's important for us to do so because when we do work out our own salvation when we meet god we will have to be answerable to god mm, and, and the fact yeah. of the matter is he knows our hearts mm. And he, he knows wh whether we're just saying things out of saying its sake or actually we mean it with the depth of our heart. Mm. And that will be proven on Judgment Day. Very big important point that I believe that I also need to remember is that we are ultimately accountable. I cannot answer for you and you can't obviously answer for me. Yeah. And um, I think we spoke about something earlier that really got, to, like, got me thinking mm. and it's that we have to be careful of how much we care about other people's business right because mind that, your business mind yeah that's what you that's what i've definitely learned mind your business <laughs> however 
what I find very interesting is that it's very difficult to mind your business when right. you see someone doing the wrong thing yeah. or according to your knowledge and according to what you've studied and what you believe you understand. And, and I, and I mm. think our problem is, is that we like to transform people. The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm. But it didn't say that we would transform people. Mm. We are here to introduce people to Christ, not to mm. transform them. God does the transformation. Mm. And I think when we fully understand or deep that, that God, God and his transforming power does the does the salvation side of things and we are just but an introduction to god we would understand that we shouldn't take anything on our head as such but more leave them to god mm. and the th and the fact of the matter was that was a statement that you made earlier which was um let your light so shine mm. before men the things that we should be focused on is allowing our light to shine mm. rather than focusing on what somebody is doing on in their life. Yeah. Now, I may not agree with a lot of things. I, and I mean, we speak at length yeah, on yeah, many yeah. things that we perhaps don't agree with or perhaps our, our religion just doesn't agree with where it's concerned. But as far as I'm concerned, even though our religion doesn't agree with those things, God still loves. But don't forget that we're all sinners, but saved by grace. Let's say, for example, let's right. say, for example, me and you disagree on something. Yes. How do I ensure that my salvation isn't being compromised despite the disagreement? I think we can disagree on things or we can agree to disagree mm. um, and we can live peaceably with all men, which mm. is what the Bible says. Um, we may disagree on fundamental parts of what we believe. Um, or we may dis disagree on fundamental areas of our lifestyle. But it doesn't have to determine who I am to you or mm. the impact that I have on your life. Mm -hmm. Because perhaps my lifestyle might be the salvation that you require. Mm. And you might be, rather than expecting or wanting someone to Bible bash you is what people would do. Yeah. Um, you might be just looking at how I live. And because of how I live, you come to serve Christ. But that's just because of my lifestyle, mm -hmm. nothing else. It's not because I said anything to you. It might be we had a conversation about God. You then said you weren't interesting. We disagree about God and about Allah or whatever it was. Not that that's the case, but mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. it could have been the case. But effectively, we can still agree to disagree. Why is it so difficult that we can't agree to disagree and we have to come, you have to be brought to my agenda mm. and I have yeah. to be brought to your agenda for us to dwell together. Together. I, I've, ne I've never understood that mm. um, because my, my perspective is even if you disagree with me, that, does, that doesn't mean that I don't love you. I still love you the same. Mm. We just disagree. Mm. But you had a choice. And God gave you free choice to choose what you agree with. And God gave me free choice to choose what I agree with. So why would I then remove free choice from you if God hasn't removed it from you? Mm.
Yeah. I've got to allow God to do the salvation, the work, the transformation, the renewing of your mind. I've got to allow God to do it to you. I've just got to introduce you to the maker mm. and God does the rest. Mm -hmm. And what you'll find is a lot of people's path will seem different. Yep. And we have to be careful not to place that judgment in terms of you could ruin someone's life yeah you could you could literally deter them away from god just by being too persistent it's very true you could literally that you could be doing so much and telling them so much about god that they just walk away from the throne room of god and they never turn back and you're the reason why they didn't turn back mm. because you were so persistent mm. sometimes let bygones be bygones leave the situation there agree to disagree but still love your neighbor as much as you love yourself be a, be a seed sower not a um not the other way around don't let them sow seeds into you yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so be yeah, also definitely. vigilant and careful that also comes with a foundational understanding and knowledge of the bible there's only so much i could discuss with you until i am no longer qualified to speak <laughs> it's true though isn't it like yeah, it's true. obviously depending on who's in the who's in the room and who you're who the conversation is between right. so you have to acknowledge where is this person coming from and what what is their mm. what is their background and what is their understanding yeah and respect it and some people are coming from a place of hurt and yeah. you're, you have to understand that some of the some of the hurt that they've been through you're not going to be able to uproot that in one night mm that's going to take some real time. Mm. That's going to take you sitting with them and proving God to them. And God, you can only prove to them that God is the God of love and God of salvation, the God of order, the, also the God of judgment, not just God of good things, mm. but you've got to prove that to them and show that to them through your actions. Mm. Oh, I love the song again. The song comes up again. But yeah. <laughs> you, you've got to prove to God through your actions. And when you prove it to God through your actions, they're able to see God through you. Yeah, definitely. Because you're the only God that they're going to see. Mm. And I always say it to people because it's, it's very interesting. They won't meet God until the day of judgment. So you're going to be the only God that they see until then. They should see. You should be the one to reflect him. That's right. Reflect that lifestyle, reflect yep. that attitude. And that comes through reading reading and studying and, and really studying. Mm. I mean, we're talking about you studying quite a few years to become well learned in hospitality and you know get a degree and everything like that and I, I do believe that <clears throat> and I do believe that to a degree we should have a great understanding not even to a degree I believe that we should have a great understanding of the bible so that when we walk our journey and we and we're speaking to people we seek counsel and everything as well so that we're qualified to speak to other people and give them that knowledge so we're not just speaking off of our own yeah out of our own mind mm. and our own understanding lean not on your own so understanding we have it? more understanding exactly um, so that we can give on to someone else Absolutely. if you have nothing you can't give anything exactly that's why i really enjoy having you here and i invited you today because the counsel that you give me mm. and that we have when we speak and I just kind of wanted people to see and get an insight into that it's always a great realm it's always a great and it's always a long conversation <laughs> so which is which is the best part because you get to see so much um even with the challenges even when I'm challenging what you say and vice versa yes we still manage to learn a new thing and come away thinking a new, new perspective there's always something new and it's and, amazing and that's how it should be yeah. because we're here to help and evolve each other Mm. and we're here to learn no one has learned everything and knows everything mm. 
where you can all learn of someone. Definitely. Um, and, and, and that's why I, I, I love the text, iron sharpens iron, or the mm. saying I'm, iron sharpens iron, because it's true. When you rub a knife against iron, sharpen it sharpens the iron and you sharpen each other. Mm. And that way we help each other Definitely. in our journey with God. Definitely. Yes, so we're back. And just for the last segment of the show, we just wanted to break down your message on what you want to give to the people today. What are you encouraging everyone and saying and leaving them to go home and, you know, take with them? What is your message? So I guess my message would be uh, everyone's going through, as we know, COVID-19 and everyone's been impacted by this pandemic in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, whether it be with their jobs, whether it be with at home, whether it be mental, uh, mental state, whether it be relationships or whatever it might be. I just want, I guess, to encourage people or let you know that where there is pain, there is purpose. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that is sometimes it may not look like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, mm. but there will be an end of the tunnel and you will reach your light and i just want to reassure you that in the midst of circumstances like this even though it may look like god is not present he's with you the fact that you even have life and you even are still with us in the, this time that we're living in yeah. is just but a blessing and for a purpose and even though there may be pain or hurt frustration there is purpose in that pain all praises definitely really valuable pieces of information and if you was to say three practical, Ooh. yeah, three practical elements that you, or three practical things that you can give to people to take away and apply today, what are the top three practical things that you use and that you can go and give them? And I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you I will really like, <laughs> think of like, I know you, like, you easily have three points that I'm sure that you easily. use. Um, spend time with you, take time out for you. Um, it's important during this time and during this moment to take time out for you. And what I mean by that is take time to lie in the bath, mm. relax, sit back, listen to some soft music and some soft tunes and just let your mind just be free. Mm. Because we're living, in a, we're living in a time where there's a hustle and bustle of thoughts that are going through your mind every single day. 
and when you you're, some of you're working from home and the thoughts keep going and then when you go or some of you are going to work and the thoughts keep going and then you're bringing those thoughts back home and if you're working from home like me your thoughts are continuous throughout yeah. the day so take some time out for you just some time to just let your thoughts just sink sink away and then just reflect or relax take the time to relax and let your thoughts yeah just relax <laughs> and that's the, and that's point number one that's point number one um but I, I feel like if I do one that's cliche, I'm like, oh, you did that cliche one, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, use something that you, you know, post something different that you actually do. Oh, well, that I do? Okay. Yeah. Get a journal. Mm. Journals are great things. I like that one. I've only just started journaling. Um, well, recently. Not just. Beginning of the year. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's recent to me. It feels like the year just slipped away. Yeah. Um, so journal. Write, write in your journal. Write what's going on so that you don't forget your quick wins or the goals that you've achieved. Um, those those easy goalposts that you've probably achieved that you didn't even recognize that you achieved or those small achievements that seemed small to you and seemed minute, but you didn't even recognize it. So start noting those down in your journal mm. so that you can see those, those mini achievements and also where you're progressing. So I, I looked back at my journal for the beginning of the year, um, I think it was last week, and I just started to smile because where I was mm. was a very interesting place to where I'm at now. Mm. And I think where I was, I was in a place where my mind was going wild because I'm a man that loves a holiday mm -hmm. and I couldn't go on a holiday. Yeah, man. Um, so where I was, it was difficult for me. But where I am now is a sense of freedom because I'm able to note it down and write it down and even to be able to reflect and see that again it just puts a smile on my face to see how, what God has done and the transition mm. that he is that he has made in my life mm. um, over these past couple months so definitely 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 get yourself a journal and start taking note yeah that's a good point uh, that, that just I just wanted to say that just reminds me of that verse that says it stirs me up when I think about the good things that you did for me mm. in my life and it's good that when you write down your things in the journal that you're able to look back at the things that God has actually accomplished like when you said I I'm going to believe for this thing I want to achieve this in my life I want to change this about my study life and my prayer life and you achieved it and when you look back and see boom yeah. I've done that and yeah. you and you have a record of that mm. in your journal that changes your perspective for moving forward and believing for better things Absolutely. and more things Absolutely. and the last final step oh from Lord. brother Anton the last final step I think the last thing that I would say is, yes, this is my last point. My last point, I've got it like, like it mm -hmm. just came to me from heaven. Mm -hmm. So the last point, what is... And it's so easy. Mm. There's no revelation to this. Mm -hmm. Just go for walks. Mm. Go for walks. I recommend walking. I've mm. taken up walking. I love walking now. <laughs> Especially because yeah. sometimes you can't get out of the house. So um, walking has become my break away and my break free purpose walking walking and reflecting on thoughts that you've been having and just start to reflect on some of those thoughts mm. and just allow yourself to think as you walk not thinking about work but thinking about you where you're at how you can deal and conduct yourself and how you can deal with different different obstacles that may come your way um throughout this um 
this time but definitely walking is so good for you and actually apparently walking is just as good as jogging and just as good as um skipping so i can't tell you the health impacts because i am not a personal trainer but what i will say um you if you start it just when you started it keep to it keep at definitely. it and you'll see the great reward from it it's definitely ben- beneficial for your health and i like what you said purpose walking purpose walking, purpose walking. i like yes. that one i'm going to use that one and even if you have to walk and look in people's houses because their house look nice and you want their house <laughs> decree <laughs> and declare it that it is yours yeah right <laughs> it just it makes the walk even that much nicer that much nicer, that much nicer. trust me so you got those three points there that yes. you that you guys at home can take and apply to your life and be practical and do it now do it today if you've heard this and you want to improve your relationship and you want to draw closer because obviously as we know times have become really challenging take and apply these principles that our brother anton has given today that are actually working for him that he is given as a testimony and saying he's using and i'm i can definitely say i'm using a few of those as well yep so thank you again brother Anton thank you thank you so much Tim and I really appreciate you um, coming on this show and I'm sure loads of people will appreciate the wisdom and the knowledge that you've departed in this episode let's hope so (laughs) (laughs) so no I'm I'm definitely sure people people have and and please guys if you have any questions that you want to ask Anton please DM us at so please email us at sovereign1gm at gmail.com and please send in your questions, send in your requests if you want to come on the show and talk. We're really just bringing on people that have a story, that have a message and have that knowledge to depart onto the hundreds of people listening today. And I'm really grateful for all of you. I want to say thank you to Anton again and thank you to for you who are, who's listening today. Um, and also, Anton, can they find you anywhere on social media if they want to get in touch with you or if they want to see your journey? Yeah, I mean, if you want to share with me as I go ahead and mm. if you want to join with me as we go up together mm. and take over the world, um, yeah. you can add me on my Instagram at Anton Richards underscore. Yes, that's yeah. it. Anton, Anton Richards, Richards underscore. underscore. Yeah. So if you want to get in touch with him and ask him questions about something you've heard today that if you want to challenge him, I know he loves a challenge. Oh, I love a good challenge. Hit him up in the DMs and, you know, give him your questions. I'm sure he will respond. I'll respond with he's voice a, notes. With voice notes. He doesn't <laughs> like to text because he's always driving. So all praises. Thanks again for coming on. Um, love and blessings to all of you. And also don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Sovereign1GM. We post our content and the latest news about who we're getting on the show, the latest episodes and and music and all sorts of things that we're really introducing. There's so many people we're going to have on this show, so please stay tuned so we have a show for you once a week. Look out for the next episode. And we will be inviting Brother Anton back. So he's going to be coming back with a song. Because obviously we have to hear him sing. And we may even get some visuals for that too. But all praises. Thank you again. Love and blessings. God bless you all. And have a great day. Love everyone. Take care. Love.